scripture just kind of get us get us started off rolling here. St. John chapter 1 and verse 12. St. John chapter 1 and verse 12 says, and of course you know from 1 to 1 to 11 there is John didn't go Luke and Mark and so forth. John just started, amen, trying to identify who Jesus was. Verse number 12 says, amen, let me back up to verse, verse 11. He came unto his own, his own received him not, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. And then in Acts, the first chapter, and let's just read just one verse of scripture there, verse number eight. And you can, you can quote that, I'm sure all of us can. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you you're, shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, Amen. And unto the all the the uttermost parts of the earth. There's a word there that I want to talk about tonight. And in both of these verses of scripture, and I'm going to talk about the power, the power of the cross, and the power of God. Amen. And the power that's to you, spiritual power. Amen. To help us to battle the warfare that we're in. Every one of us is battling warfare tonight. We're battling the supernatural power, I say a supernatural, of the devil. You know, we're battling in the warfare that's going on, amen. God's power has a twofold nature or a twofold being in these two passages of scripture. They're different by the word power. And, and I guess we could say that God gives us an inner power to live for him and work for him in, in, in the sense of the, of the flesh. And, and we're all, we're all labors together with the Lord. Amen. And God also gives us some outer powers that we can have some control of or we can have an influence on people. And... Uh, and I, um, I, I, I believe that when people see you as a Christian, they recognize that you're different from them. Not just but just the looks, whatever, but, but there's a spiritual atmosphere. Now, some years ago, uh, in all of our colleges, or a lot of our colleges and things, that they were having meetings and and it um, was they was trying to get a hold of the spirit, not of God, but just they they called it. You know, there was there were feeling, this feeling in the atmosphere. <laughs> one one of the people that come to church here, she kind of gotten that idea that she had to she had to go around feeling when she got close to people trying to feel what their spirit was on them, whatever. And she didn't, she didn't last long here, but, you know, 
she, she believed that there was, and I do too, I believe it. I believe that God's spirit is manifested through us. Amen, in a way that people can feel, they feel peace or they feel, they feel kind of secure even with your, your and, and these two words that I'm talking about is the word power and, and they reveal to us an understanding there that these two words are founded in, uh, in the scripture, in fact, chapter, uh, chapter one in verse, uh, uh, verse 12, John was talking about, amen, that, the Lord was saying to him, you know, the Lord was saying there, John was writing, but as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Amen. As many as believed on him gave them power to become. They were. They were. They had to believe. That was the first thing they had to do. They had to believe on him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Some people believe that's all you need. If you believe on him, then there is there is an added thing. He, he will give you the power. And that word power in John one and twelve is actually in various translations. In the authorized standard version of the Bible, it gives you the right to become a son of God. To them that believe on him, has got a right now to call upon him, seek him, because you believe that he's Messiah. You believe he's the answer. Weymouth's translation gives you the authority to become. Not you, believe in you, you, you just know that he's, he's the Messiah but he will give you the authority or the, or the right or the privilege, so says Philip's translation of the Bible, to become the sons of God. And John was trying to say, you know, if you, if you believe on him, you got, it, just, it just opens the door for you because you got faith to believe and understand that he's got the answer to my problem. Amen. St. Uh, Romans, Romans chapter 10. And I will read a few verses of scripture there. Romans chapter 10, and I'll begin to read it, verse number 16. Romans 10 and 16. Finally. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Elias saith, the Lord whom he believeth hath believed our report. Who, excuse me. As Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? And then you can go right on down. And so then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God, but I say, have ye not heard? Yea, verily, the sound, their, their sound went out into all the earth, their words into the ends of the earth. But I say, did not Israel know? 
First Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no, per, no people and by the foolish nation I will anger you. But Elias is very bold and, and said, I was found of them that sought me not. Amen. And I have made manifest unto them that ask not after me. Amen. But Israel, he saith, all day long I have stretched forth my hands a disobedient and gainsaying people. Paul was writing here to the Roman church. He was talking about this uh, situation, amen, that, uh, that Israel, they, they believed, they, but they believed that they were the children of God. But uh, they, they, they had that, they had that, felt like they had the right. I mean, they were, they felt like that they were, they were, they had the uh, privilege. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12. I'll read one more verse of scripture there. It's first Corinthians chapter 12 and in verse number nine. First Corinthians 12 and nine says it like this. And this is, this is, a, this is faith again here. Amen. I'll just read that one verse of scripture. But another faith by the same spirit, another gifts by the same, by the, and, and healing by the same spirit. And he was referring to what God had given. These are gifts, these are gifts of the spirit. And uh, they're, they're, they're like Acts, the first chapter and the eighth verse. It, that, that, that says that he, he gave them uh, a, a power or an understanding. The, the, the word that's been used in, in many, most of these scriptures I read to you already, it's uh, exosia. Uh, and so you shall receive power in, in, in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. It's dunamis. But that word exosia, and I just made mention of it in verse number 12, John 12, is, is basically the word power in the, in the Greek that power is sometimes God gives us, amen, a, 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 a inner, inner strength, a person. Uh, he gives us uh, definitions. Exorcist means privilege, ability, opportunity, and justice. These are all also extra words, amen, for the word power that God gives us. God gives us power to think and believe and trust and so forth. And that is leading us to salvation, but not salvation in, in that. Amen. But, but also manpower, he gives us some strength. There's 21 verses of scripture talks about spiritual power that it's in the, in the Bible in, in, in this sense of the word. And uh, then this God through his spirit can give us faith and confidence. And in fact, some of those verses of Scripture on 31 is, is spiritual uh, abilities. Amen. As I read in Corinthians. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just go back to chapter, in Luke chapter 9. And we're going to see some more 
of these verses, this verse of scripture, excuse me for kind of staggering through here. Luke chapter 9, and I'll read verse number 1 through 2. Luke 91 says it like this. It always gets tied together. Luke 1 and 9. Amen. Luke 91. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. He sent them out. Scripture says, amen. And uh, he said, I'm going to give you power over the spirit of the devil, amen, and diseases. Verse number six in this chapter, and they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. And then verse number 10 says, and the apostles, when they were returned to him, all that they had done he took them and went aside privately into a desert place belonging, being, excuse me, belonging to a city called Bethsaida. And so when it, it, was those 12 disciples came back, that he told them to give them power over the devil and healing people. But there was no report there in verse number six and verse number 10, when they returned, there is, there, there, is no, uh, there is no report of what they did. There's not a healing mentioned in the Bible that they accomplished in that, but they had this, they had this ecclesia power. That, that's the Greek word there. And the Greek word, amen, we can look at Luke chapter 10, just Next page over. And Jesus once again sends out, but he sends out 70 this time. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Amen. And therefore, he said unto them, Amen. The harvest truly is pleased, but the labors, if you pray you, therefore the Lord of the harvest will send forth labors into the harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. And it, it gave them instructions. But when they came back in verse 17, the 70 came back and returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through thy name. That's, that was the only thing that they said. We, we, uh, we had some problem with devils. But whatever they did, there's no record of that in the Bible. And um, sometimes you'd love to know just what, how successful they were. He gave them power to heal. He gave them authority to heal. He gave them some, a little uh, exosia. Amen. And uh, that's... It's not the born-again experience. Amen. And uh, there's, there's people in the Old Testament. They, uh, well, uh, 
our notes. I'm a notes as it wrote about Gideon, and I'm not going to talk about Gideon. You know, all that he did, you know, he had 32,000 men. God said that's too many. He had 22,000 men, or and that was or 10,000 men. That was too many. He got 300 men out of that 32,000, and he went to and faced the enemy. Now I want to tell you, there was God was working through it all. Now it was a miraculous workings, but it was not the power of dunamis, which is Acts one and eight. Uh, so there is power that God can give us, and we got to use that, Amen, for our, our own abilities and so forth. Now I'm I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to a, a spirit-filled church, Amen. That, uh, but God gives us a supernatural power. But there's there, there's a human part of an ability that God gives us. He gives us gives us rights and responsibilities to become to become, amen, something, amen, of a working organism of God, amen. Uh, Exosia speaks of power to rule, power and authority to command, anointing to preach, anointing in our lives in, 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 in many different ways. And, and, uh, but uh, the second word, is the power that, we, that I really want to talk about is Acts 1 and 8, ye shall receive power. That means dunamis. It's not, it's not just giving power to an authority to, to uh, somehow overcome some of the enemies and so forth, but this is a born-again experience. He's talking about on the day of Pentecost. You shall receive dunamis, dynamite. That's what that word dynamite, have you ever seen dynamite? It's a, it's a pretty powerful situation. I, I could tell you a few stories about that. Uh, my, my dad was, uh, we where our house was, or our barns was the place where they kept all the dynamite while they were trying to blow out a ditch for about several miles. And there was literally stacks of cases of dynamite. And when it was all over with, my brother and I would get a stick of dynamite cut it up in about four or five pieces, a little piece about this big. That was, that was enough. If you was a good shot and you shot it with a rifle, it would uh, knock the bark off the tree and blow the limb off too with that little, little butt. It's, it's so, that's, that's the word. That's the word when Jesus said, I'm going to give you power. Amen. Tearing the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with dynamite. Hallelujah. Jesus used both of these power while he was ministering. Sometimes he was not, amen, the word. The word was, amen, that he was, and he used both of those to let us know that, amen, that we can have power of the, of the spirit that works within us, not only dynamite but you know as a as a person the anointing of God upon us amen I want to read Matthew the ninth chapter Matthew chapter 9 and verse of scripture praise God 
The Lord will never leave us without power. Amen. If we will exercise ourselves, grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord. Amen. I believe that God has greater power that he can give to, to any of us. It's, not, it's just, not, just not ecstasy, but I believe the power of God, amen, has, has, has a, a greater ability, amen, in other people's lives. I want to see some miraculous works of God. I want to see God manifest himself. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 9 and verse number 1. And he entered into the ship and passed over and came to the other side. Behold, they brought to him a man sick of a palsy, laying on the on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of a palsy, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Thy sins are forgiven. I, I have the power to forgive sins. Power to govern. That's what, they, that's what that word says. I, 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 I'm going to give you power. Now, the, you know the folks, did, they didn't like that. They didn't understand what, what was going on. Amen. And so they was saying, who's got the power to forgive sins? Amen. And Jesus knowing their thoughts. Amen. They said Jesus was blaspheming because they, that he didn't have the power. And, he, and Jesus answered in verse number four, wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether is easy to say, thy sins be forgiven, thee are to say, arise and walk but that you may know that the Son of, the Son of Man hath power to, on earth to forgive sins. Then said he to the sick of palsy, Arise, take up your bed, and go to the own house. Amen. Uh, he, he told the man to arise and rise and go. Amen. When Jesus was teaching in synagogues in Capernaum, uh, they were astonished at his doctrine, for he, he for he, uh, they, they accused him, you know, of, of being Beelzebub and other, other things, not hearing his verse of scripture, but they taught, he, meant, he said, he talks as one that has authority. That word authority basically is, means he was teaching as one that had ecclesia. He, he can control by his power of authority. Amen. Power proceeds out from him, they're saying. One, one translation says that power proceeds out from him. We can become anointed of God when we preach. We can be anointed of God, to, amen, with the power of ecclesias. Many times when you're witnessing and you feel strength coming over to you and um, we, we could use the Holy Ghost, but basically the scripture here would talk about the power that God has given to you. Amen. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness after he was baptized. That word says he was led by the ecclesia into the wilderness to be baptized. 
And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus returned in the power or dynamite. Hallelujah. He was, he was used in or exercising according to the, to the Greek teach, teaching there. He was using ecclesia. Amen. It was guided by the ecclesia to go. He was driven by the spirit, guided by the spirit to go into the wilderness. But when he came from the, came from the, the uh, 40 days of fasting and praying, he walked out of there in the dynamite of the spirit. Does that, does that make sense to you? Praise God. And that's what the Lord gave us on the day of Pentecost. He told us that you just tarry in the city of Jerusalem and you'll get, you'll, you won't just get a little ecclesia, uh, but you will get power. You will get the dunamis, dynamite. Praise God. Anointing power. Hallelujah. Amen. John 1 and 12 talks about the ecclesia to become. Amen. But then Jesus showed us that, that there is dynamite. Amen. Also to come. Hallelujah. 1 John 1 and 3, or 1 John 3 and 3 and verse number two, beloved, now are you the sons of God. Amen, because you have received the Holy Ghost. John was talking to spirit-filled people there. He was not talking to people. It was just because, amen, it was just giving us the power to become. Hallelujah. If we would keep on seeking and searching, that's what, amen, what verse John 1 and 12 says. Praise God. Romans chapter six, 8 and verse number 16. Again, we're going to talk about this dunamis. Dunamis. Amen. Romans 8 and verses number 16. He says it like this. Amen. And the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if a child, then we are heirs of God. We are joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified. Amen. And that's, uh, that spirit there bears witnesses. That's Holy Ghost. Praise God. We have an inheritance. We have an ability. We have a gift of God. Amen. And the next... It's not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday is going to talk about the Holy Ghost in our Sunday school lesson. Amen. And God has blessed his church with that promise that it's unto every one of us. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You shall have dynamite, dunamis. Hallelujah. I, you know, we have got, we've got actually God's spirit dwelling within us, right? And, uh, oh me, I uh, almost sometimes uh, kind of a little reluctant to tell you what, what I was praying for last Sunday or Saturday night. And I was just praying and seeking the Lord. I wanted more of his power more of his spirit with me. And uh, 
and so forth. And uh, I, I kind of think that God was telling me that I need more surrendering to him. You know what I mean? And, and the thought just came to me, and I think it was from the Lord, okay? How would you like to stand before me in judgment day? And uh, just stand there and let me ask you some questions. What have you done? Have you done your best? How many of you would, I'd like to just maybe let us think about it tonight. tonight. How do we feel, how would we feel right now if we was to say, God's calling me to, to the white throne of judgment, die, and uh, God's calling me to be judged. How, would, how excited would you be for that? Anybody will say? I, I, I know that there is so much, understanding there is so much more of God, so much more power, so much more that he would love to do with every one of us, and so much more that we plan to do for him, right? But uh, what God has given to us, not just a good feeling, and just blessed us. We got, we got strength coming from, amen, uh, the uh, power that's, but it's according to the power that works in us. Amen. And it's dynamite, according to the dynamite that's in us. The power that God has given us through a born again experience. Amen. And I, I may quote, and I may not be able to quote this verbatim. But this is the only thing that I know about. The only thing that I know about Jimmy Carter that I can, I can talk about. That uh, I know I've told this before. Jimmy Carter's one told it, and I heard it. Jimmy Carter said, he, you know, he graduated from the uh, Navy Academy and he would I think he was in the top five or so in his class which was way high up there smarter than I thought he was but uh, in the in the conclusion of his graduation and stuff that they you know they were there were things that they were to place upon them as far as rank is concerned and jobs that they were to do in the Navy. And, and Admiral Rickenbacker, when his time came in to see him, and he asked him, you know, said, well, how did you do in class or whatever? Just ask a question about where he was. And he thought, you know, <laughs> I graduated pretty close to the top of my class. Asked another question or so. And said, did you do your best? And Jimmy Carter said, well, uh, really, I, I felt like I could have done more. And said, Admiral Rickenbacker got up out of his seat, walked over the door, opened it up. And stood there. 
And Jimmy Carter got up out of his seat and walked out the door because he knew it's over. As he walked out the door, Rickenbacker said, why not? How come you not to do your best? And when I was studying this and thinking, as I felt like the Lord was kind of hinting at me, that you, you need a better, better report to come give to me. When we all need that, don't we, brothers and sisters? Because I give you the power. I give you the, I give you the authority. I give you amen, the dynamite. I give you the thing that you can do like I do. And I feel like, I'm, I, I don't feel like that I'm doing like he wants me to do all the time. I don't feel like I have got the power. I justify myself because I, when it's available to us, okay, I will give you the power. Amen. And, uh, and then I started thinking about how I would feel to stand before the Lord. But we're all going to have to do that. We all need to keep it on our minds. What are we going to do after we know that he's given us whatever it takes and the abilities if we would call upon him? There is, I can't say there is, there is a degree in salvation because I believe when you're born again in the spirit, we all have received his power within us. But I believe we're supposed to grow in grace and knowledge and utilize that power to do something. Amen. With it. Paul told the Philippian church, for it was in God's, amen, which, let me just read it back to Philippians, the uh, second chapter in the 13th verse. And of course, all of Paul's teachings is through, throughout his teaching. He's, he's instructing us that there is no limit to God's power that we can receive. We've got to grow in the grace and knowledge and so forth. Paul said to the Philippian church in, in the 13th verse, it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and, and disputing. Paul was saying it's, it's God that's put his spirit within us. It's God that's given us the abilities. Amen. And we, we don't need to under, feel like that we, we're lacking in power that's available to us. Because God has more power available to us if we can meet these conditions or reach for it and surrender to it. That's why I was talking about myself I was, sometimes I, when, sometimes when, when I ask for more power from God, you basically can tell me and you too, use what you got and you'll get more. Amen. He works with us both the will and to do. Amen. God gives us, God gives us ecclesia as a will, but he gives us a Holy Ghost, amen, as a and to do. That's why I'm using the 12 disciples in the 70. He sent out the 12 disciples. Now, I don't know. Like I say, I'm not, 
I am not trying to judge in any way, but I do know that there is not room in the Bible, evidently, that God didn't want it in there to give any, uh, to them to tell any of the any of the accomplishments. The only thing that the seventy said that the devils are subject to us when I use your name. Amen. Amen. They didn't even have the Holy Ghost. They used the name of Jesus to cast out devils. Amen. There is, there is power in the name of the Lord. Praise God. I want to read also Luke. Let's read Luke and I'll just kind of conclude here with a little of this. Luke, the fourth chapter. Really what I'm trying to do is just spark us up tonight to know there is, there is all the power available to us that is capable, able, and desire, God desires to work mighty things through our lives and we don't need to just kind of worry about are we going to make it? Amen. <laughs> It's, it's, it's kind of a funny thing, you know, from, from the teachings and the testimonials of last generations. Most people ever testified, they say, pray for me that I'll hold out to the end. Have you ever heard that before? Sometimes, have you ever said that about yourself? I want to pray, just, just pray that I'll hold out to the end. Well, I'm just saying tonight that the only, you, if you want to hold out, just, just tell God you need some more power and, 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 and say whatever, whatever it takes to get that power, whatever it takes to be like you, whatever. Either, it's available. It's available. And we're all living beneath our privileges. I'm not here tonight to just try to throw it, anything at you because I'm going to throw it at me too. It's amazing what God has done before. It's amazing what God did with the, uh, the early church. And it's not too amazing what he's done for us a lot of times. And, and y'all can say, oh, me on that one. Amen. Luke chapter four, verse 16 through 18. It says it like this. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on a Sabbath day and stood up to read. He just stood up, and that was a common way that they had. Uh, sometimes somebody, they want to say something or they would read the scripture. It wasn't like preaching today or whatever, but uh, they, they read basically Isaiah. Most of the time they say it was they were scrolls. So when they handed him the scroll of Isaiah, Amen. He stopped to read and, and uh, he scrolled down in the book until he got to Isaiah. Amen. And, uh, and said, he read, this is verse 18 in Luke, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath healed me, or, or excuse me, he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. 
just preach deliverance to the captive and recover into the sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me. Amen. He's, he anointed him to preach to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, recover his sight to the blind, and declare, amen, hallelujah, praise God. As he said, when all power is given to me in heaven and earth. But he was just read from Isaiah. That Isaiah prophesied, Jesus, this day is this scripture fulfilled. Jesus had all power. And he was saying, as he was reading there, and I think he was reading the truth when he said, uh, all uh, the spirit of the Lord is, is upon me to do these things. I believe that you and I have opportunity to possess that same power. Because the God gave him that spirit. You know, you, do you, uh, you remember, do you know Jesus never performed a miracle that he said it, he did it himself? The works that I do. Amen. It, it, it's not me that's doing the work. It's the spirit that dwelleth in me is doing the work, he said, right? And now I'm going to say, okay, if it was the Spirit of God dwelling in him that's doing the work, and he gave us that spirit, empowerment, when the Holy Ghost comes upon us, we have the spirit in us to do work. And I pray to God to help us to fulfill that. I'm making sense to us. You've got the, you've got the same power within you. if we will allow it to work, surrender to it to work. In other words, brothers and sisters, I'm just going to tell you when I close. We have got the opportunities. Amen. If our faith, I, I, I had some scripture here, I'll read it next week tonight. But here's what, here's what Jesus said about Simon Peter. And, and, and Peter come walking on the water. You know that. You know the story. Peter said, "Lord, if that is you, bid me to come to you walking on the water." And Jesus said, "Just come on." And you know, as he went, he just started noticing the waves rather than noticing Jesus, and he started sinking. What was it that Jesus said to him? And uh, I'm not, I, I, it's not my subject tonight, but that's, it's, it's my subject right now. Faith. Your faith. Somewhere, somewhere Peter lost his faith or he was just being obedient to what the Lord said. But faith will cause us to walk on the water. 
faith will cause us, Jesus said, to, to tell that tree to move down or that mountain to move. Faith is what it takes to believe that you possess the abilities through the power of God to speak with the authority enough to change the situations in life. And I know I'm like you. I went to the doctor Monday, called him yesterday and went back to him today. And sometimes when I feel like I, you know, why, why do I go to a doctor to get my help? And Jesus did say it. Amen. They that are sick needs a physician, so that's where I went. But I do know God has the power to heal me. God has the power to heal you. And the only problem is we put our faith in something besides him. And everybody said, oh, me. Come on, brethren. I just read about, I just, I've just been talking about, I've been talking about the dunamis, the power, God's power, Holy Spirit. Amen. And talking about the, the power that he gives just to kind of keep us going or whatever. Amen. The, uh, I can't even call the name of it now. Amen. Gives us, a, gives us the power. That's ecclesia. We all have ecclesia more than we have dunamis, don't we? Amen. Praise God. Why don't we just stand and ask the Lord to help us? I, uh, I know sometimes I'm, I'm not what I used to be as far as teaching is concerned, but I want God's help me. I want to preach and teach with the authority that God give the church and the ministry of the word because there is nothing that God could not done, done back yonder. There is nothing God could not do here today. Amen. Amen. But I feel like a disciple that when I go out and try, come back, Good to see us back home, you know, but what would what did you do out there? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to tell. I, I really don't, I'm not really pleased. Don't think that I'm trying to say that there was nothing happened to those disciples. I just know that Jesus didn't ask them how many, how many people got the Holy Ghost, or of course the Holy Ghost wasn't given, but how many people got saved, or how many people got this, or how many people was, it was, uh, was, uh, accepted you? How many miracles did you perform? He didn't, he didn't ask me that. He didn't say anything about it. And they didn't say anything about it. And I'm sure if there's very much been, been happening, they would have probably told them, right? Amen. So we, here we are. Here we are with God's power within us. But Admiral Rickenbacker says, did you do your best? And that's what got me. Lord, I want to do my best. I want to do my best for you. 
Lord Jesus, I pray that now, even now, God, that some way, Lord, that you would just revolutionize our life. I don't have the strength that I used to have. But, oh, God, I do know this. I do know that your spirit resides within me. And I don't want to just lay there, stay there without doing work. Because, God, if we, if we go forward, that spirit that lives within us is going to help us along the way. But we've got to call on you and surrender to you and have faith in you to let it work like it wants to work in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord bless you.